0: Hello, everybody. Um, what's your favorite color? Uh, who's the first president of Malawi? Um, where would you like to go on holiday next year? And what was my fourth question? Let me know in the comments. What was my fourth question? Oh, wait a minute. Let me just show off this classy teacup and saucer. Those listening, I'm so sorry. Oh! Ah! pretty cold here you can see I'm wearing a a scarf Mm. oh that's nice fine china what happened to fine china that's not even from China this is made in Ireland but I guess that would be called fine china must be fine china these days like luxury Chinese goods yeah anyway
1: um it's a rendezvous Oh, it's not quite a quarter to Actually, it's thirteen minutes To three Oh, me, oh, my, oh, me What could it be When you and them have become such good friends? Oh, what's it gonna say? when tomorrow here and yesterday are fighting in the tower like some sort of elf wearing robes made of hours the cloaks of time blinding him to the space within I call that
0: Better Not Pumpkin. All right. So um, we are gathered here today, dearly beloved, to talk about or listen about kindness. When kindness eats itself, um, you know, so in general it's not a good idea to eat oneself, except in the sense that we're all the universe, and so whenever you're eating, you're eating yourself. You're not eating your essence, you're eating the form. So it's more like, I guess, if I bite my fingernails or something, you know, like the core of me is not being destroyed. But nonetheless, the universe does eat itself from time to time, all the time, um, in no time. Uh, so, but yeah, otherwise, you know, giraffes who eat themselves apparently are 20% more likely to die, um... And also 80% more likely to die um, added together, you know. Apparently none of them are surviving it, all the giraffes that eat themselves. Uh, likewise, you know, Godzillas, you know, if they start eating them their own tails, at least they have feet, so that kind of stops them. You know, they have to give up the process um, pretty early. But snakes, like an Ouroboros, you know, the, uh, the, the symbol of the snake eating itself, you know, Um, they will just go on for eternity eating themselves, you know. And um, it's a real hard habit to kick once you've begun, you know, Um, especially if you don't have legs, very hard to kick that habit. Um, And uh, yeah, so the Ouroboros, you know, like kindness, when kindness eats itself. Basically, in a nutshell, I think this is very important. Uh, I was just talking to someone about this the other day. So I thought, oh, that's interesting. We had a good conversation about it. So I thought I might mention it here, which is, um, and uh, yeah, let me know your thoughts, you know, if you're watching this on YouTube, send the comment or listening to it, send me a message on social media. My name is Henrik Goliath um, slash Jamie McGlue, it depends um, who you ask. But um, yeah, so basically uh, sometimes, you know, like it's good to be kind, right? Um, it's nice to be nice, as they say. Um, and it just makes, in general, when you're kind, life is easier, It's just more practically, even from a selfish perspective. Being nice to people just makes everything easier. Um, you get less conflict. Um, people want to help you more. So from a very selfish perspective, like, just be nice, you know. But then it's also more enjoyable, like, um, and not just pleasurable, like, feels good, but, like, just enjoyable. You, when you're kind to people, you get a real feeling of, like, one of the most enjoyable things is to help other people and um, just to see you know uh, just touching touching souls with someone you know just um, helping them out when you don't need to but just doing it or even a small things like at the cafe thank you or make, making a joke with someone and you know just giving them a bit of your time or someone who seems a bit numb or out of it you know a bit under the weather or a bit stressed just kind of not needing to be all smiley or anything but just kind of matching their emotion and just kind of being there and just just connecting with them a bit, like talking to them. And yeah, and you know, um, letting them see that you you don't have a wall up against them um, and that you are giving them your attention. There's a a very subtle implicit kindness there of like you are important to me. Um, And when we realize we're all branches on the same tree, I think we realize we are all important to each other, whether or not we realize that. In the moment, but the wiser people realize it, you know. Um, so that's a beautiful thing to try it for us all to try to wake up and wisen up and kind of see the importance of each other and harmony living together in all harmony in all senses, you know. So that's a great thing being kind. Uh, and so with kids, so yeah, be kind, uh huh. Um, but then it's not, you know, it's a rule of thumb, there are ex- exceptions, and it seems like. Our culture in the West—I speak for the West, right? <laughs> I speak for the West. I'm speaking about the West right now. Um, uh, but you know, I don't know if this applies to other countries. I suspect not that much. It seems, from what I understand, this is a Western phenomenon. Um, where, um, but basically, the cult of kindness has taken over, um, and um, we've become obsessively fixated and kind of zealously ideologically religious about this, Um, this orthodoxy you must bow to of absolute, this very narrowly defined idea of kindness Um, and that, oh, if you criticize someone who say has more melanin in their skin than you, and then they accuse you of uh, criticizing them for racism, then we need to fire you now you're just going to make us look really bad the mob's going to come after us we're going to be accused of not being kind enough not inclusive diversity inclusivity and equity or whatever um and so okay and so there's this kind of fearfulness around being kind which is ridiculous kindness is meant to come from love not fear um true kindness doesn't come from fear never does um and because kindness is um comes from like your heart you know um uh it's not just at doing things; it's it's like meaning them, you know. Um, so, uh, the West, I think, um, historically was has, in recent history has been the most advanced, right? The, um, in terms of uh, perhaps not spiritually, but um, definitely um, uh, intellectually, like understanding things, um, being able to break things apart and kind of put them, um, model them. I guess we could say technologically, 100%. And that's the kind of intellect that has been very good, we've been very good at in the West, or people have, you know, not necessarily you and me, if this was before we were born. Um, Again. Uh, So, but technologically, very advanced, scientifically, very advanced, um, and um, economically, therefore, and because of technology and stuff, but largely, I think, economically advanced due to cultural advances in. Our understanding of freedom. In a nutshell, my theory would be something like this: uh, Europe went very deep into control through the church and through the kings, and so eventually there was a popular backlash against it. Which then the power structures, some of them resisted, but some of them saw, okay, can't beat them, join them, and joined that new movement and just tried to create their own power structure within that new ideal or new idea. And so you had these nation-states forming and you have power structures reasserting themselves, trying to control people again, but within a context of lesser control and different parameters. So kings disappearing um, and nation-states and emperors or whatever appearing. Long story short, I think Europe... Um, yeah, like to get to the point, right? Europe um, were, and the West in general, including you know English-speaking world... Um, uh, came to this understanding of like freedom and uh, you know like uh, yeah we got way off point there <laughs> it's all interesting though to me anyway but hopefully you're with me but um, this understanding of freedom and uh, it, it's kind of escalated you know over time where the idea that the citizen is the most important you know, the bedrock of society like and um, the individual and that if you're not hurting anyone else you should be allowed to do whatever you want um, That that's the ideal way to build a society And that's the ideal way to, you know, create prosperity, right? And so basically the West has become incredibly prosperous um, and technologically advanced and scientifically advanced through this um, ideal of open competition. The ideal that you can compete um, so long as you're not hurting someone else, you can have absolute open competition. um, And it has never been perfect, but more or less that's been what's going on and there have been some government monopolies rising, falling here and there, state intervention, which has been increasing, especially in the 20th century, increased in the last 100 years enormously to our detriment. Nonetheless, here we are. Um, The West has been more prosperous and thus more educated in general. Here's where I get to the point. And so um, this is where I think this awareness, um, and also with the war, you know, Nazism and um, you know Stalinism and um, just the wars that ravaged Europe. I think Europe came has come to a, an understanding of like the, the cruel the cruelness of the cruelty of history and certain yeah, um, a desire to move away from the cruelty, especially because Europe happened to you know be the ones who took over the planet, the technological advances, um, conditions of culture and technology just happened, the stars aligned that Europe took over the world instead of some other part, you know, South Americans or Chinese or something taken over the world, um, with that technology of gunpowder and fast ships, basically. And so then Europe, that's also part of it. I think the, the guilt, um, guilty conscience of doing that. But I think ultimately it's important to learn the lessons of the past. And as someone who's, you know, um, of Irish ancestry, whose ancestors and whose, um, people, uh, were quite ravaged by colonialism from the British. Um, it's important to learn those lessons. But it's also important to see it in the context of it more than... Yes, it was the British ravaging Ireland and doing good things too, but <laughs> I'd say much more bad things. Um, but uh, more than saying it was the British, is, it's more accurate to say it was humans, right? And same with Europeans conquering the world. It was humans conquering the world. They're Europeans, yeah, but like more than... European, they're human. That's the deeper identity. And um, so we can see that this is all, we're all together in this. We all have light and dark inside our souls. As was it, Alexander Solzhenitsyn said, I think the line between good and evil runs through every human heart, something like that, paraphrasing. Um, And uh, so it's not evil's out there and here I am, goody two shoes. No, look within. If you think that, you're not going to notice the evil within you, the darkness and then it's going to take control of your mind. You need to be very aware that there is evil, the capacity for evil within you. Um, otherwise, you're going to be a, become a problem for others. So Europe, I think, and the West has become aware of this. And there's um, both of uh, the, the cruelty of history, not just committed by Europeans, but in general, um, because of this um, prosperity, um comparatively greater prosperity and therefore access to education um and also legal freedom which allowed access to um education than the rest of the planet so the west has had decades and even centuries of momentum leading towards greater awareness perhaps of history and what's going on and the patterns and um and I think it's, uh, Europe is kind of suffering from can't handle the truth sort of thing, basically, at the moment, like um, this, you know, guilt, uh, crippling guilt and inability to defend itself or speak for itself. It's kind of, um, you know, like people pulling down statues and like, you know, people can do bad things, but where there's no awareness of, it seems that, you know, um, you also, will, you know, if, someone, if you had a statue there... You know, oh, you did something great, and then a, hundred, a few hundred years from now, people will be able to find, hopefully, people will have improved, society will have improved, and the general standard will be higher, and then would you want them pulling down your statue, or would you want them saying, you know, he or she was a product of their time, they, you know, and just measure them in relation to that, like, how much above the, the standard did you rise, and, you know, you can look at people who maybe owned slaves back in history, but... If they were radically more um, open-minded and loving than the standard level, that's really the more relevant way to measure their their souls' intent. Um, But anyway, so here we are. um, The West um, has got into this kindness kick, where, for example, yeah, like, um, oh, I ran in a race. You know, everyone runs, and there's no winner. You know, that's just messing with kids because like, what's the point? You know, we're meant to be modeling reality. And in reality, to have a functional society, people who can do jobs well need to get the, the job. Otherwise, everything falls apart, you know, um, and we're in, back in poverty, you know. Um, poverty is the natural state of humans, you know. We're born like naked apes, you know. Wealth is a, human, uh, uh, a result of human ingenuity. Poverty is the, the d- default, so um uh so um we need people who are competent um who can do things and if I'm terrible at something I need people to tell me and then maybe I will go back and prepare and learn and practice and get better and I'll thank you for criticizing me constructive criticism not meanness it all depends on your intention right um and then uh I can get better or I can abandon it and go, oh, actually, I'm just not suited for this. I'm going to do something else um, and find what I'm really good at, find my niche, find my place. So um, that's like, say, competitions at school or something. Or you know, in the workplace, people who aren't doing a good job, you know, it's not, you could say, oh, diversity, equity, inclusivity. We, you know, can't criticize them. Like, what are you talking about? That's that's nuts. Like, um, the company's going to fail. And then if a society is full of companies that fail, then the society fails and crumbles and then bad people take over because everyone gets scared. And you have the power-hungry maniacs who always take advantage of um, instability, you know, as we may have seen recently. Um, and, so, and even within, like, a company or, you know, just the individuals, like, uh, you... If if you're not giving people feedback, they can't learn. So if someone's not doing their job right, if I'm not doing my job right, I want people to tell me, Hey Jamie, like you you did that wrong. You shouldn't do this. Um, And uh, and then I can take that on board. And yeah, it'll be uncomfortable maybe, um, but it doesn't matter. It's good for me, you know. Exercise is uncomfortable. It's still good for you, you know. Let's ban exercise. It doesn't feels uncomfortable sometimes. Well, then you're going to be harming people's health. What's more important, comfort or health? You know, similar thing here, really. Like, um, so people and people who should either be fired and go get a different job, or fired so that they get wake up and go, Jesus, I'm, oh my god, hmm, I guess I kind of was complicit in this. I, I, I was kind of slacking off, or I wasn't really listening, or um, I hadn't studied enough, or. Whatever, or you know, my I was being a bit toxic and annoying to my colleagues, so then no one put a good word in for me. Hmm. There are lessons to learn. Thank you, universe, for me getting fired. Now I can learn these things and become a more balanced, evolved human. Um, and you know, and even that saying a more evolved human, some people would think, oh, "Oh, you think some people are better than others?" Okay. And this is where we kind of get to the core of things, which is um, you. There are Um, There are two relevant senses in which you can say, talk about equality. Um, I would say as souls, as human beings, right, in your heart, we're all equal. Um, uh, In a very, in the realist sense, in the ultimate sense, we are all equal. You know, me or some two-year-old kid somewhere or a a hundred-year-old, you know, fisherman in Okinawa or um, anybody... um, somebody who's um, mentally uh, disabled and can't string a, a sentence together, um, someone who is in an IQ of 666 and, um, you know, and head of strategy for the WEF, right? We're all equal um, in that we're all consciousness. We have different minds, we have different bodies, but that's not who we are. We are the consciousness. Um, and even in a, a less esoteric sense, You can just say, leave it at that, you know, deep down, we're all human beings. You look in someone's eyes, there's someone in there. You Look at a newborn, they look at you. There is somebody in there, right? Now, what does that mean exactly? Well, that's esoteric, but we can just say, we can all agree, or most of us, enough to decide the matter, to carry the vote, you know, yeah, like, um, we're all equal deep down, um, now some people say oh but some people are evil. I was yeah, well good question, but I'd, I'd say that kind of comes down to that they are totally identified with this false self, which is the ego um, and that's they're actually on autopilot. They look like they're all powerful, but they're actually the weakest person around. They're, they've completely lost control um, and this kind of um, reptilian brain autopilot thinking is just swarming their consciousness and they just there's no one lights are on but no one's home you know um and so but yeah so i would say actually i think we're all equal right but on another level that's a level of being we're all equal on the level of doing of course we're not equal um like people can do things better than others many people can sing better than me i can sing better than many people you know with different levels and um I'm not going to pretend like I can sing as well as like Otis Redding or something, you know, or like Freddie Mercury. Like it's crazy. Um, Or like, you know, um, uh, yes, thinking, understanding, um, like say I, I get into all these kinds of esoteric subjects and stuff. And um, it's very important to remain humble and not to be up your own ass, you know, but um, truth is also very important and knowing who you are and not, you know, playing games with yourself. So I would say, yeah, for sure. I have a a much better um, understanding and ability to think about a lot of these things than a lot of people. And I'm also aware there's a lot of people who are better than me and I want to get better and better, but I'm competing against myself. Ultimately, I'm not trying to compete against others in general. You know, Um, if there's a job, okay, maybe, yeah, it's almost, I'll try to get the job and they're trying to get the job or, whatever, or to, you know, trying to get a lover or something, you know, there can be competition and that's part of life, you know, that's a part of the game of existence. But um, in general, you know, it's just try to be better. And um, in so many, just every category, there's so many ways in which we're different. Um, uh, You know, like say, ability, social dynamics, ability to be charming and charismatic, some people are much better than others. Ability to work hard. Some people are much more conscientious. Some people are just naturally more social and sociable. They just like people. Um, other people are, are more creative and open. They can think of you know better ideas. Other people are more empathic, they can connect to others' emotions more. Um uh, other, pe- yeah, pff, other people are other people. Whatever, you know, you get the idea. And so there's all this diversity, and that's the real diversity. This is where the snake eats itself. It's like diversity, that, you know, quote unquote diversity that, like, is being trying, people are trying to ram down our throats. Um, It's actually kind of not very diverse. It's like everyone should be like this. Or what about, what about, like, kind of more right wing leaning people in the middle of Texas or something um, who feel like, you know, marriage between a man and a woman and um, there's only two genders and, um, the, you know, um, marriage, uh, you know, you should have, shouldn't have sex for marriage or um, whatever, you know, there's certain ideas which wouldn't be evil, but, you know, it's just, you know, maybe not your cup of tea exactly, but um, that's how they see things. A lot of these diversity folks, quote unquote, would say, you know, burn them, get rid of them. They're not like us. Like, I thought you liked diversity, <laughs> you know, um, and then also diversity of competence. Some people are better than others. That's beautiful. It's interesting. You know, it makes for this. And, you know, um, you can be a big fish in a small pond or a small fish in a big pond. You can find your place, whatever you're comfortable with. Um, do you want to be more less comfortable, but maybe healthier, growing more? Or do you want to be more comfortable, less growing, you know? Um, and so I think, yeah, we need to admit that people are, are not equal on the level of, like, it's just facing reality. Like, and I think people get this idea, like, oh, no, but I want to be kind. So I, I don't, so they're conflicted, but we can have both, you know? We can say we're all equal deep down on the level of being who we are, but on the level of what we can do, no, we're not all the same, you know? And that's, and um, it's not just a matter of um, kind of uh, the truth and what, you know, for the truth's sake, but also just practicality. We, we cannot, have a sustainable society where we're living in la la land, pretending that everyone can do things equally. That's nuts. And it's not healthy psychologically to go around believing things which you know are not true. That's like the Soviet Union. Apparently, that was a big problem. Psychologically, people deep down knew that they were, the whole society was built upon lies. People knew it wasn't true, but they acted as if it was true and never talked about it and it just poisoned them. Um, because they didn't want to get killed. All right, we'll just lie, pretend it's fine. Um, and yeah, you lose your soul. So, but yeah, so let's say with kids or something, you know, they're like, oh, you know, it's wrong to hit. Okay. And then, okay, I'm going to stop hitting my sister. I'm going to stop hitting my brother. I'm going to stop you know, hitting my friend when he takes my toy. Um, okay, good, pr- progress. But then one time out of a hundred, you know, the, the, the kid comes back from school. Oh, I got, I got hit by this bully. Oh, what did you do? Oh, nothing. I just kind of, he hit me for a bit and I did nothing and then he walked away. Like, oh, well, mm, okay, time to update the rule. Now you're ready for the rule 2.0. Uh, it's okay to defend yourself. And actually you, um, you should defend yourself. Like, because that bully is gonna keep on bullying people and thinking it's fine if you step up to the bully, not only will they leave you alone, um, but they will be discouraged from, they'll realize there are consequences. They can't just throw their weight around everywhere. So if you can stand up to that bully and punch them in the face and shock them, that you might free them from that vir- mental virus, which was making them a bully. Maybe not, you know, but st- in general, standing your ground and saying, communicating, this is a boundary you shouldn't be crossing. That's actually good. That's uh, feedback that people need. Other kids can see you and they will take heart and be inspired to be brave. Um, you know, the the bully will see it and go, "Oh, okay, get some feedback." Oh, this person really didn't like me doing that. Okay, and oh, maybe this—it's just feedback. It's just about what's right. Um, or another example, yeah, t- um, t- telling. Uh, Telling the truth, you know, like being, oh, I wanted to be nice to this person. So I said, I told him, you know, um, say, you know, uh, adults or whatever, like, um, oh, what do you think of this uh, email for this job? Oh, yeah, yeah. It looks great. looks perfect. Wouldn't change a thing. And then they don't get the job. And then um, someone says to them, oh, look, this thing. You shouldn't do that. That part of it, that's totally bad etiquette for emails. You shouldn't do that. That might have lost you the job. And then your friend looks at you like, did you know that? Um, Actually, yeah, I did know that. But, you know, I didn't want to tell you to hurt your feelings. Well, now I don't have a job. So how? And, and I know you lied to me. So I don't feel very good now. So just in general, the truth is more important than feelings in general, right? So... I think this is the thing. There are hierarchies. Yes, there is equality. We're equal as souls, um, but we're not equal in our competences. There's hierarchies of competence. And there's also hierarchies of values, of what's important. Kindness is not the highest value. It's higher than, like, maybe, I don't know, um, comfort, feeling comfortable. I'd say, yeah, being kind. Oh, I can be uncomfortable, but being kind to people. In general, that's probably a good idea. Yeah, I can take the discomfort. That's fine. Make me stronger, anyway. Probably healthy, um, but uh, so I can share food and have a, be a slightly hungry, but that's kind. Yeah, I should share the food. Um, but then, truth or kindness? Well, a society based upon kindness without truth, if it's just like totally detached from reality, that's probably that's just like um, schizophrenia, or that's just you know going to get detached from things, and people are going to think it's kind. Like If subjectively you think it's kind, um, but you're actually doing terrible things, then that's a problem. Reality, existence, you could kind of call it truth. It's like three-dimensional truth. It's just the way things are. And that's very close to the top, I think, of the pyramid of values. Um, and so I don't know exactly what is the top. Is it consciousness? Is it freedom? Is it love? Um, uh, is it no thought? Is it just leaving? What's the most important value? Um, great question. Which I'm aware you didn't actually ask, or maybe you did. But um, what do you think? That would be a good question. Let me know. Highest value in the universe. What is it? Is it this this beautiful bird? This bird? Hmm. <coughs> right. So what else? Um, so basically, yeah, like... The, this culture of kindness at all costs. Like you can't, oh, Jamie, you're white. You can't criticize um, someone who's like black or whatever. Um, like, or, um, well, maybe people aren't going to say that, but you know, there would be situations where people say white people might feel like, oh, there's that whole culture about, you know, the discriminated or people who um, are lower in like, you know, greater in victimhood or lower in power, apparently. Um, Or like, and so people would feel reluctant to be honest and say, hey, Henry, um, yeah, your work there isn't good enough. You need a change. They might be starting in this culture. They might be starting to think, look, this is my worker. Henry's a good guy. He's doing good work. I want to help him grow. I want to tell him. But um, previously I gave him constructive criticism just to try and help him. Wasn't being mean. Um, and he kind of looked at me very funny and muttered something about typical. Um, and, uh, now I'm concerned that maybe he's going to talk to HR and then I'll get in trouble. And then whatever, you know, um, and, uh, you know, so, or, you know, there could be countless examples of anyone where people can exploit the rules, you know, um, and there are always, in every group, there are good people, Most ever, almost everyone's good people, and then you've got bad apples, you know. And funnily enough, the same people who back in the day when, you know, there was, say, in the USA, um, segregation and um, African-Americans didn't were treated as second-class citizens. The same people who would be going around trying to throw their weight around by virtue of being white, being like, oh, we should, you know, like, kill these people or, you know, get them out of this park. What are they doing here? Or those people, they're all kind of weak losers, <laughs> kind of you know, on the level of doing. People who are not very high in the hierarchy of intelligence or interestingness or soulfulness um, or competence. Um, people who don't have a lot going for them, they will try to appeal to that ideology and go, oh, yeah, both for their own psychological stability. To make themselves feel good, and also for um, uh, advancement in the environment, to try to get climb the hierarchy, the um, climb the social ladder, or get ahead, get access to resources and opportunities. So, oh, he's um, you're going to hire that guy, you know, like white people saying that to black people back in the day. Those the kind of people who would be doing these obviously horrible things of being prejudiced and, um, uh. Yeah, like just betraying their brothers and sisters by um, refusing to acknowledge the equality of being of all people. Um, That exact type of person are the people who these days are, um, I know they're a minority, I believe they're, you know, I don't know how much, but for sure it would be a minority of people. But they're the same people who these days are for sure that kind of person going to be exploiting the system the other way and saying like, oh you know, um, you're firing me because I'm a woman or you're firing me because I'm gay or or, um, or you're not going to, you know, um, or you should give me the job because as a gay man, I think blah, 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 blah. And so but it all comes back to like, look, don't get distracted. There's two, There's two types of equality. We're all equal deep down and then we're not at all equal in terms of our ability. So the question is, a business is about, can you do it? Can you do what needs to be done? And I think in a business, if the best people who can do it are all black, then give it to the black people. If all the best people can do it are all white, then give it to the white people. It doesn't matter. Like, oh, we need 50-50, you know, quotas. Like, that's ridiculous. If you think that, then you're just, I think, you're getting confused about, like, (laughs) that's like racism by a back door. You think it matters what color skin they have. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at all. You know, we're all the same. Like, we're just souls, you know. So it's irrelevant. Are they female, male? you know, uh, what sexual orientation? Um, what kind of music do they listen to? Um, what's their middle name? Who cares? You know? Can they do the job? Are they good at this thing? Is this the place for them in the society? Is this the, a, a role that they can do well and prosper individually and thus help us prosper collectively? That's all that should matter. Um, and I think people who kind of wouldn't there would be like, no, no, we need to help, you know, the, the people think that there's these, you know, deeply ingrained racism in the society. For sure, there's a bit of that, like people feeling like, oh, they're not part of our group, so keep them out. I think there's some, you know, primal instincts like that. Um, but I think it's overblown. Um, but, like, say people say America's like a deeply racist country. I don't know. I mean... <clears throat> enormous amount of people like music by like African-Americans. And um, I don't know, I think this kind of thing where like, where's your evidence for that? I don't know. I don't see a huge amount of evidence for that. I think it's more like um, classism, like, you know, the 1% <laughs> oppressing the 99%. That's for sure going on. Um, but I think a, a lot of these things are kind of, seems like a whipped up in a frenzy um, of this kind of religious ideology of um kind of um, of self-hatred of this, you know, cult of kindness getting out of control and seeing it's never enough. You improve and then, oh, we need to improve more and more and more. And then the goalposts keep shifting and you need, you know, accusing, you know, like the whole society of being racist. And when it's like, if you think everyone's racist, maybe you're the problem. Maybe that kind of shows a lack of faith in human nature, you know, doesn't it? I mean... But then again, you know, perhaps, uh, yeah, I'd say like there's not enough evidence to know that. And in general, what's the feeling? It feels very divisive, you know. Um, It doesn't feel like a very kind intention. It's not like, oh, we're all one, you know, we're all brothers and sisters. It's just, I, I just wish my beloved fellow citizens could kind of come to see that they actually have these, you know, um, racist tendencies. It's just very unfortunate, but you know, I'm, I think we need to be patient and we need to have faith that they can do it. No, it's all like us against them, divisive. Oh, you're terrible. I'm better than you. And so meanness masquerading as kindness. And, um, yeah, so it's an interesting time, all these things going on, but, uh, I think, I think a, a bit of water would be kind to my throat. So, yeah, a few final examples just of this main idea that ki- kindness, <clears throat> it's no, um, there's a certain, there are some contexts where um, an attitude of softness or allowing or quote unquote kindness and being gentle and just letting things go and not being assertive, there are contexts, a minority of the time, there are contexts when that virtue becomes a vice. You know, it's just the way nature works. You know, there's a balance. And in those contexts, you might think you're being kind, but you're actually being mean. Because, <laughs> for example, a child does something they shouldn't do, a bad habit, right? They talk over people. Now, if you don't correct that habit, um, someone else will later on, whether it's a girlfriend who dumps them or a boss who you know, fires them, <clears throat> or some guy who, you know, gets angry at them and has some sort of big argument, you know, maybe even a fight or something. There's going to be some negative feedback where that's going to create problems, and that's just one habit, right? There could be many. Um, And if you don't have this ability as a parent to set boundaries, there will be many, of these imbalances. Um, They'll probably be reinforcing and multiplying the damage, and and it gets harder to change habits as you get older. So um, you can lovingly now... um, Kind of say, look, honey, I love you, but you can't do that. That's not right. Why? Well, I can explain, but you won't properly understand until you're older. You just need to trust me. Okay, I'm your parent. I know more than you. That's, I love you, but I'm here to help you be ready for the world. That's what I'm doing. Um, and even if the ch- child isn't happy about it for a few days straight, doesn't matter. You're, if you love them, you need to prepare them for the world. And um, so that's a difficult balance. Sometimes you might not be sure. Is this my, just my personal preference or is this actually what's kind of objectively required to fit in in the world? And maybe, oh, it's the world's unfair. It has to be this way. Or is it just natural that that's the way the world is um, in this, whatever particular question it is? But nonetheless, you, your job, if, if you, you can now give a little bit of pain um, to the child and set, you know, discipline, set boundaries and say no, and then they get used to it and they grow, flourish into an aligned, a being who is in alignment with their environment and able to navigate and take advantage of opportunities and avoid problems. And then when they're older and have more consciousness, um, they can build upon that scaffolding and kind of branch out with their own freedom, um, but upon the the foundation of that, that strong foundation of alignment with social norms and um, etiquette and civility and reciprocity and balance and virtue Um, or you can not do that and feel great about yourself and then your child turns into a monster, causes problems for other kids and other people and then grows up to cause problems for the world and for themselves. because more, you know, um, so yeah, if they manage to get ahead, they'll probably be causing a lot of problems for others. If if they don't manage to get ahead, you know, that'll probably be, you know, that's the other kind of um, significant likelihood. Um, so that would be an example where that's not very kind, is it, to doom your child to that? So there's kindness, quote unquote, in the moment of you know, letting them be comfortable, um, avoiding them crying, et cetera. But then there's a greater kindness of um, you know, their life and helping them be a good person. And so we need to have an allegiance and loyalty to the greater kindness um, and understand that sometimes um, harsh truths, Can be kindness or setting boundaries, or even sometimes like putting a bullet in someone's head could be a kindness. Um, You know, I think uh, we should definitely avoid violence at all costs and um, try to resolve all problems peacefully. Um, But there are times when, you know, if there's one guy in a village trying to tell everyone, you know, to do all these crazy things and things are descending into chaos and that person's got some guns or whatever, then um, for. You know, it's not like you're being mean or you're being cruel to te- you know get rid of that person. That's actually okay. That soul can go reincarnate as some sort of <laughs> black demonic viper, um, or you know reincarnate as a child, maybe with a different brain, who maybe is a lo- perfectly loving. Maybe it was that, just that particular incarnation. That's what they were to do. Or maybe there's no reincarnation, and maybe it's just the universe. You know, whatever. And but how? Let's not get you know into that today. But the point being that there are times when um, it's no kindness to just be allowing. Um, uh, Yeah, so, but in general, of course, kindness is the the way to go. Um, And there's a lot of people, so I think it's, you know, we can't make these blanket statements. It's like, it's got to be, you know, common sense, you know, viva la common sense, bring back common sense. Make common sense great again. Um, I think, uh, <laughs> Maxa, um, wait, no, make common sense. Uh, be? Okay, that doesn't work as an acronym. Um, but yeah, like just in the moment um, for yourself, you know, what's the right way to navigate the situation? Um, is Do I lean more towards this um, uh, tendency or that tendency? You know the rules are important, and through you know families and schools, etc. We should try to teach people these rules and you know blueprints, and um, and with your you know our own children um, uh, to help them learn the lessons that we didn't learn, or maybe we learned painfully as an adult because we weren't taught properly. Um, try try to prevent you know absorb some of that trauma and bad karma and transmute it, and so that the next generations can have it a bit easier and can learn and transmute their own karma into helping the next, etc. We can learn collectively is to give these um, guidelines and structures to follow, um, but also as, you know, people grow up to help as much as we can um, and as soon as we can to kind of nurture and cultivate this um, ability to do problem solving and free thinking on your own and just know, like, is it right to – break the general rule right now or not. Um, but that takes a flexibility um, intellectually and, uh, and uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's, um, I guess ultimately it comes down to not getting attached to um, words too much and ideas. And um, all of this kind of the root um, cause would be a lack of... Um, consciousness, a lack of like too much thinking, too much getting emotionally invested in ideas, not enough mindfulness, not enough just people just being able to be silent and just take a few breaths and just kind of step outside the stream of thinking. Um, And so that's one way we can all kind of do that a bit more to try to elevate ourselves and start to see what our blind spots are and where we're being too rigid and not flexible enough where we're being too flexible and not rigid enough, you know. So in general, just the idea of balance and understanding the yin and yang nature of life um, and most of all, I guess, yeah, self-awareness. And because um, a lot of the people who are out of balance here and putting in all these crazy ideas into the ecosystem, into the schools, you know, and kind of polluting the waters of, you know, Our values and institutions, which uphold harmony and kind of compromising their integrity, almost all of these people um, uh, think they're doing the right thing. So it's a lack of self awareness that that they have that's allowing them to go AWOL. And so a good question is always, you know, like, okay, they're doing something wrong. What can I do about that? Well, I can talk to them, I can talk to others and articulate the problem. That's some action I can take. Or maybe I can even take other action in the world. Great, if I can, good. But there are many, many situations where it's, oh, I see someone doing something wrong. Okay, if I just focus on that, that doesn't really help anyone. So a great question is, in what way am I doing the same thing? So, um, yeah, so great question. Many people, you know, on the extreme left, etc., the woke crowd or whatever, are going into the cult of kindness too much and they're... They're too inflexible and beneath the surface, they, they talk the talk of kindness, but it's a very mean, negative, aggressive energy beneath the surface, and it's actually, they are the inheritors um, of the, ra- and, you know, saying, oh, white people are all, you know, mean or whatever, it's like, okay, you're, you're racist, full-on racist, you know, so, um, or say, oh, we, sh- you know, we need a woman in there, oh, that's kind of sexist, isn't it? Shouldn't it just be whoever is good at the job? etc. So, sure, th- these people are actually the heirs to the um, out-of-balance injustices of the past, which they claim to be th- the, uh, the polar opposite of. So, in this age, it's not possible for that um, force to, in the West to rear its ugly head directly. So, it is doing it through this smoke and mirrors, subterfuge form. It's, it is able to come through the guise of pretending to be virtue and kindness and goodness. And so if there's any opening that ancestral ancient force of darkness will push through. And so that's what's happening. Um, and it's all unconscious, but it's just that energy, you know, will find any vessel it can. And, you know, it just go. it's just selective pressures, Darwinian evolution, more or less, you know, um, and so that that force of aggression is coming through, this um, woke uh, ideology, and some other things. But um, as well as some more traditional forms in places, of course, um, especially around in the rest of the world, it's still in that more traditional form. You know, like sectarian violence in, you know, uh, what you call it, Kashmir or something like that. You know, um, or you know, um, women being enslaved in places and all these horrible things it's more the traditional version but in the West it's coming through this subterfuge form so that's all okay people being out of balance I feel I'm not better than them on the level of being we're all equal and that's kind of a terrifying understanding like oh that's me over there doing these terrible things Um, but on the level of doing it's important to discriminate in the positive sense of the word of notice differences and say yeah okay this is better that's worse Mm-hmm. so alright great people, I see a bunch of people out of balance good to know good to articulate I hope you appreciate me putting this into words and hope it sparks some food for thought sparks some food for thought mm. I hope it cooks up a, a better um, figurative uh, encapsulation of what I'm trying to say um, cooks up a better time bomb of understanding, Um, but most important of all, at the end of the day, in what way am I doing the same thing? In what way am I out of balance? In what way am I suppressing my self-awareness? In what way am I complicit in... um, the disharmony of nature and uh, how can I change myself and um, be my best self to yeah to keep things blooming a little bit brighter so yeah good questions alright so um, my tea is empty so like this little birdie and this little birdie we're gonna keep on uh soaring majestically through the universe so uh, enjoy the next uh, 16 breaths and uh, enjoy walking or flying as the case may be or being and uh, thank you for listening and uh, yeah let's uh, let's be kind and let's be more than kind let's be wise
1: cool. See you soon, everybody.